One, two, three, four. Wow, this is so exciting. Wow, it's so exciting. Welcome to the Polar Bear Project, a podcast for the autism community. My name's Alan Doyle, and today we're meeting with Freya O'Horo, founder of Autism Siblings Ireland. Freya is an incredible young woman. When she was 11, her brother Dean was diagnosed with autism. At the age of 16, Freya set up an organisation, Autism Siblings Ireland, an organisation that's dedicated to supporting siblings of autistic individuals, creating autism acceptance and understanding throughout society and crusading for improved opportunities for a better quality of life for her brother and so many like him. On top of all that, Freya has an award-winning blog and has gone into her third year as a social care student. In today's conversation, we discuss the origins of Autism Siblings Ireland. Freya shares some of her and Dean's personal experiences. We also share some stories and discuss more information about Autism Siblings Ireland and their ambassadors. We hope you enjoy the conversation and take something of value from it. If so, please like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever format you listen to your podcasts on. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell for notifications of new episodes. Enjoy the show. Freya, listen, how, how are you? How are you doing? Lovely to meet you. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> we're up and we're up and running. Listen, delighted to uh, to have you come on and come on the podcast. Well, I guess I'm gonna just kind of hand it over to you. Tell me all about autism siblings support, please. So, um, my name's Freya, and I um, founded Autism Siblings Ireland. Um, basically, it's an organisation that's there for siblings of um, people with autism. Just as a guide, somewhere to go for advice, somewhere to reach out and talk to other people just like themselves. Um, And I suppose it all kind of started when my youngest brother, Dean, got his diagnosis of autism at the age of two. I would have been 11 at the time. And, you know, there was no real support there for siblings. Everything I felt was kind of geared towards parents. And, you know, and then it was siblings next after that. Like, so as I got to the age of 16 I kind of took it upon myself to start something to start an organization that could be that person that siblings could turn to and through it then you know we have a blog we have social media pages and it's really just a place where you know I share articles I share my own journey with my brother um just somewhere worth advice and guidance and help because there's so much lacking for siblings you know and you know, I just wanted to be that voice and be that person like, hey, like siblings, they care just as much. They matter just as much. They want to help just as much. Do you know, it's not just parents. We're part of their life just as much as well. Fantastic. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. Just if you want to share a couple of little stories about for you, what sort of sums up um, the the, the kind of differences or the issues that being a, a sibling of uh, you know of 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 an autistic person is is like what's it like? Absolutely. So for me, I found you know at the age of eleven, my brother getting that diagnosis, I had to grow up a lot quicker than my peers. Do you know you're kind of brought into this world like the social care kind of sector where you're seeing kind of the supports, the people he needs in his life to you know achieve his goals and his milestones. Like it's a whole new part of the of society that you hadn't seen before. So going along to his appointments, his meetings, his OT sessions, you're thrown into that kind of adult world quicker than your peers would be. So I think that was a big thing for me, 
being an autism sibling was seeing all that side so young that it made me really grow up and I suppose when I heard people in my year talking about like the Kardashians or some silly celebrity drama happening that week do you know it kind of like I didn't care as much to say they would have or like do you know One Direction broke up and it was like every girl's worst nightmare like do you know for me like that was at the back of my mind like there was so much more stuff going on that had my attention and that I think is a big part of being a sibling and you know it's very much unseen for you know like we know parents go through and you know there's so much supports and so much information out there for parents you know going through that but I went along to those appointments as well you know I did the OT sessions in the evening with my brother like I was just as much as part of that process as my parents were so you know a lot of that like that work gets unseen by siblings and I think it should be you know acknowledged and you know like a pat on the back kind of thing because siblings absolutely do put so much into it just as much as yeah yeah well yes go on sorry oh no I was just gonna say then like another aspect then too of being a sibling it's like the qualities that you you know you gain growing up like that patience that Mm -hmm. caring side of you the non-judgmental side of you do you know it blossoms and it grows being an autism sibling do you know you go out into the everyday world and you might see an adult maybe walking on his tiptoes or a young child with ear defenders your automatic thing is not to stare or judge or make a comment it's you just know in yourself look I don't know anyone's story is I'm not here to judge that story yeah yeah and do you find or have you noticed where others might be staring or you know uh and and how how have you have you experienced that absolutely um like going and doing the evening shopping there's always somebody staring or rolling their eyes or sighing or making a comment it's always there um but it's really what i've noticed it's more in adults than younger i feel like the younger generation now is kind of being more aware and kind of shown more of that everyone's not the same and there are people have disabilities and you know likes and dislikes and it's you know it's there's more acceptance with the younger generations whereas I found going out in public with Dean it would be the older generation kind of calling him a bold boy or saying oh he's having a tantrum or he's being naughty that side of it like um so absolutely I've seen it you know with Dean especially that there is that judgment still there yeah yeah and and um obviously being there for him and all of that and and even though he might be unaware of that how, how how do you feel when that happens i suppose when he is say having like a meltdown in public and somebody's judging him like it's hard because you know you need to give him all your attention and make him feel safe in his environment while he's going through that but having mm-hmm. all those people like that just pass by or make look at him or comment on it, it's like it's not necessary he's having a meltdown but he's not affecting you he's not you know destroying your shopping and your trolley like just move on there's no need to be staring you know and the thing is like he is why he doesn't make act on it or show it we know he's aware of how other people are looking at him you know we're very aware that he can pick it up and it can add to how stressed he gets and how much that meltdown affects him because it's like almost like the whole world is coming in on top of him you know and he needs that space to just get through it yeah 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 no it is it can be so so difficult it can it really can it really can and then i suppose as well you mentioned um there about being so involved in the ot program and and all those interactions and that's and i think you've you've really uh you've actually identified probably one of the biggest factors is that 
all of the the play and interaction and and kind of m- modeling uh, are just simply play, to be honest, uh, and and having fun with your with your with your brother or your sister or your sibling uh, with special needs. That is just so so valuable for for their development as well, and you know, and all of that. And um, any 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 moments or any things that come to mind where he completely surprised you uh, with with um, with something that you just weren't expecting while you were while you were fooling around and and playing and things like that. Hundred percent. I'm always ready for the unknown with him. The things he comes out with and the way he reacts to things. It's the funniest thing. Like. He just always is has, has like the last comment or like a little smart comment thrown in at the end. You know, if somebody is like, wait a minute, where is that? Like, he'd be like, well, it's clearly here. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd always have like the funny little remarks and stuff. And he's such a character like that. He's very humorous, do you know? So if any situation is stressful or tough or, you know, we're having trouble with like trying to get through to him or trying to get him to do his schoolwork or whatever, he always just manages to have that little sarcastic tone to his comments and stuff. So absolutely, like, you're always prepared for it. And, like, he is 13 and he knows, like, six languages. So sometimes wow, it's amazing. Like, and sometimes even when we're playing, he'll start speaking in Spanish. And I'd be like, Dean, I don't know Spanish. And he'll look at me like, seriously, why don't you know it? Like, you're older than me. What are you doing with your time? Do you know? Like, he's just, yeah. he's just that character where he's just funny and humorous and sarcastic. And, like, being able to help him, you know, identify that in himself and bring that side out of him more that he's not just he's autism that's it you know he has his characteristics his qualities and I love being able to bring them out more in him and to see them more in him you know they're like the best moments when we're together yeah exactly exactly and and uh, you're right it's it's that there's unpredictable unpredictable moments that you just can't you try to tell someone else and they may not necessarily get it as you said you know your classmates and things like that they just you know while while they they might appreciate it and you know and and all of that but um it it really is uh, it really is it, it it's hard to describe to someone who who who's not a sibling you know or a parent for that matter you know exactly exactly um that that's 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 amazing that's amazing in one of your posts there as well and you just mentioned uh, dean's age being 13 and he's and he's he's about to embark and or you know puberty and all of that um have you uh what what uh what's what's your uh, well uh, let me rephrase the question now before i even start again but i mean is there is there much information or or uh, you know in terms of what to expect or or and things like that out there? Um, what kind of things or what kind of questions would you have, say for example, as a sibling or uh, you know in ter- in terms of that? Um, have you have you any have you any thoughts or comments on it? I suppose just if you want to just reference the post and then you know you can kind of comment on on it on it further. So what I've kind of found is that, because I have another brother as well, um, so right. I have my brother with autism and then I have my brother who doesn't have autism, and I suppose, right. do you know, you can kind of see like the likes of puberty, like not to look at Dean like I would look at two and when he was starting that change in himself, right. do you know? Yeah. Each person experiences puberty differently, even though it's the same kind of changes, and I think you kind of have to go into it with Dean in that mindset. Do you know, yeah. you kind of don't know what to expect or how he's going to react and stuff and kind of keep that open mind narrative when yeah. you're going into it. Um, yeah. And, you know, like just trying to explain to him the changes that are happening, the things he needs to do now to start looking after himself. Like it's a whole yeah. new area that we're learning and we're trying to teach him and show him. And, you know, we have had to get help from his psychologist and his OT and stuff, you know, getting <laughs> tips and advice on what to do. 
because like yeah. do you know even like getting him to learn to like shit he's getting a mustache and I hate talking about him because I'm like you're not a baby anymore now that you have a mustache but he'll always be my baby but um just like teaching him how to shave that or if he wants like letting him choose if he wants to grow it if he wants to shave it and trying to get that across that he can have that choice with his own body whether he wants it or not do you know because as much as like we're his carers and you know we're there wanting the best for him we still want him to have that independence and be able to choose for himself what he wants to do do you know but along with like you know letting him choose whether he wants to grow that mustache out or not then trying to explain every day you know it's important to put deodorant on do you know he's looking at that well why can't I choose to do that then if I can choose to have my mustache do you know it's just about finding that balance and finding that I suppose breaking down that communication barrier that's there to help him understand what's going on yeah exactly exactly and 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 all of that in terms of the teen the the the, those teen years at teens and tweeny you know in between years it's that kind of as well finding your identity a little bit you know there's lots of different styles in terms of dress and music and different different things you know that you kind of exper- experiment with a little bit isn't that right and uh, but um you know so it, exactly there's a, there's a there's a lot going on in in the in in the in those years you know a lot a lot going on yeah exactly um i suppose then in terms of uh, some of the in terms of your website and um some of the some of the little things you have going on there little little books and little um little things you want to talk a little bit about that absolutely so um with the website we have a blog and through that i kind of talk about um the journey i have with dean um since getting Mm -hmm. his diagnosis but also it's open to other siblings to share their stories and their journeys because as much as i am a sibling to some with autism no but two people with autism are the same so all siblings stories and journeys are going to be different so while we are called autism siblings ireland i'm not here to speak for all siblings i'm here to offer the platform to all siblings do you know and lately i've started this um, ambassador program that is still open um for anyone listening that wants to take part you know if you want to become an ambassador of autism siblings ireland have that platform to share your story with your sibling do you know take like the opportunity to use I suppose the foundations I've created of Autism Sibling Ireland and share your stories and share your passions and share what you want to share with other families like ours. And so far we have five lovely girls that are just started um, as ambassadors and they've completely thrown themselves into it. And from talking to them and working with them, we've all kind of got that connection, that love for our siblings that want to change the world for the better for them. And I love that that is kind of I suppose the message of Autism Siblings Ireland is here. We're here to create change. We're here to create acceptance. Do you know? Fantastic. And yeah. yeah. I suppose that's what I'm driving even with the blog and the you know, we have an Etsy mm. store and through the Etsy store, you know, we sell Autism Sibling Ireland goodie bags. And that's right. like wristbands, keyring, stickers, just all surrounding, you know, being an autism sibling because you can go out and you can buy like autism mom t-shirts and autism dad t-shirts, you know, that kind of side of things. But, right. you know, sometimes it's nice to put like an autism sibling sticker on your car or to have the yeah. keyring of it on your keys. Do you know, like mm-hmm. we should just be much as included in that side of things as well, do you know? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. do you know, and think about it too, even with younger generations, if they, you know, had a keyring on their school bag. And their friend turned around yeah. and said to them, what's autism? Straight away, you've started a conversation. Exactly, you know? exactly, and if you yeah. create that awareness at such a young age, they're just going to grow up knowing that autism is out there in the world. That's a part yeah. of life. And it's yeah. not going to be a judgment thing or like, oh, they have autism. Like, you know, breaking yeah. all that, uh, all those barriers down and getting rid of that negative stigma, do you know? Yeah. And it yeah. can really start with the sibling talking to a friend. 
you know Ex- exactly exactly and 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 that's the whole thing because it can be to have understanding friends is very very important isn't it i mean killian growing up he was absolutely he was an avid naturist Clothes were just something that he didn't really, you know, he'd he'd rather not have at the best of times. And that and that could be really, really difficult, you know, because like Emily's his younger, younger uh, sister and um, he could decide he's, you know, heading to the kitchen and not a stitch on him. And some of his friends could or her friends could be could be there or passing through. And, um, you know, like, I mean, that's all fine when everyone's all small and all of that but then as the you know as the years go on it's it's a whole different uh, situation have you um have have you had any any sort of any circumstances or situations where you felt that it's been a strain on your friendships not really because i'm lucky in that i'm doing social care in college so kind of the college friendships i've made you know we're all kind of in that similar mindset that it hasn't put a strain on friendships but you know even if you think go back to like secondary school and primary school you know Mm -hmm. the autism wasn't as talked about as much especially in the education system and that so Mm -hmm. you know explaining that and helping them understand it and being like look he might do this he might do that don't take any heed of it just keep going you know and you kind of sometimes get like a little look of like a oh okay you know kind of a bit of confusion there but I never took that as like a like an attack on Dean or like, you know, a personal thing. It was just a matter that there was no education there on the, on the subject, yeah, you know? Yeah, and if you kind yeah. of looked at it that way, you know, from your friends and your family who are unsure that it's just mm-hmm. a lack of education that you can help them understand as you go on in your years, it yeah. kind of prevents that strain breaking down friendships and relationships with family members. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. You're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. It's always it's 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 always sort of a you're 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 battling with it with an ignorance of the situation, you know, or the you know, and that as you say, education is key, and awareness and inclusion as well is key. The ambassador program sounds absolutely brilliant, by the way. So I hope uh, I hope when when uh, when this goes to air now, we can give it another boost and uh, hopefully get you a few more recruits as well. So that's uh, that's brilliant, Freya. You mentioned actually there as well, in terms of your college friends and so on. You're doing a degree in social care. So how has all 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 your knowledge and your experience of autism and so on has that has that shaped your focus of your studies? And also, I'm sure you must be making big contributions to your to your classmates and to and to your lecturers as well. So tell us a little bit about that. So um, definitely growing up within the services and seeing that sort of things that made me want to go straight into social care I loved that whole aspect and that you know helping and helping people with autism achieve their goals and you know um I suppose a big thing I've noticed with being in college and being in social care like you get to experience so many different aspects like disability the elderly criminal justice like you're opened into a whole new aspect of Mm -hmm. social care that you weren't exposed to and I suppose that experience has been wonderful do you know mm-hmm. like for me I would have been like oh yeah social care work in a centre off from one-on-one care but there's actually so much more to it like criminals who might have autism there needs to be a support yep. there for them do you know yeah. the elderly elderly members that have autism there needs to be support there for them so I'm kind of seeing a whole new side of it and I'm currently on my second year placement and I'm working okay. with adults with autism and do you know 
that's another side of it. Like Dean growing up, mm-hmm. he's a teenager. I haven't experienced adulthood yet, yet with him with his autism. So yeah. I'm learning constantly, you know, even though I'm growing yeah. up in an autism household, I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, yeah. finding yeah. out so much so- information out there. Yeah, I can't I can't stress enough, actually, how valuable that is, because as as parents, we we don't get exposure to uh, different. Not always. Anyway, we don't get exposure to, say, people of different ages in different stages of their lives and how they're adapting. And so as you're going on this journey, as your child is getting older, you're you're kind of on that journey with them. And you you're in a unique position now to, as you say, be on placement where you can see you know, older, older uh, individuals that are autistic and how they're adapting and and different kinds of settings. So that must be, um, do you, do you find yourself having long chats with your, with your parents about, about, uh, about all of that? Um, absolutely. Like, especially like, cause I'm seeing it like there's, um, one individual here, he kind of takes on the caretaker role in the center and, you know, right. Seeing how he's able to come into work and, you know, pay for his lunch and his dinners and, you know, kind of have that independence for himself that he can do all that. Like it gets you talking about where Dean could end up, you know, and what Dean wants out of life. And, you know, it starts even conversations with Dean like, oh, Dean, what would you like to be when you're older? You know, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of getting him even thinking, is there something that he wants to do or achieve? You know, it's not just always autism. It's complete write off. He has to be put in a centre for the rest of his life. It's not like that anymore. You know, it's and I've seen it in the center that I'm working in that it's all about giving those adults their independence and if they want a job that's okay we can help you we can work on getting you a job if you want to do mm-hmm. um, a drama program we can get you into doing a drama program and you know even my supervisor when talking to him like he's really shown me that you know we are the social care workers but we're like an age we're a stepping stone we're not there yeah. to control their lives and decide for them where they go and what they do we're there to help them live their lives. And I love that that is the direction that social care is going in right now. Yes, you know, because it gives me such hope for my brother that he will live a life, his life, and not a life that anyone else gives him. Exactly. The, the, the person-centered model. Whereas years and years and years ago, it was it was always the model where the person had to conform to the to the rigors of of the system within the center. And uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And now it's 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 person centered, which is is huge, hugely. Yeah, it's it's much much better. It's much better. Well, actually, we could chat on for ages, but I'm I'm mindful of your time. Actually, so listen, I really appreciate you coming on. So grateful, really exciting, and delighted to be sort of able to give you a little a little boost in these early stages of of the of your of the organization and and the ambassadors and as i said we'll definitely um have you back on with some of the ambassadors and you guys can um you know we'll we'll talk offline anyway about issues or things that you'd like to discuss and you know and uh kind of hand it up hand it over to you anyway the next time all right brilliant thank okay. you so much alan not at all freya okay Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you took something of value from it. If you'd like to know more about Autism Siblings Ireland or what's involved in becoming an ambassador, please go to facebook.com forward slash Autism Siblings Ireland, instagram.com forward slash Autism Siblings Ireland, or if you want to email Freya directly, her email is allaboutautism100 at gmail.com. As always, we understand everyone's experience is unique. However, it's also reassuring to know that you're not alone on your journey. If you have any ideas or suggestions or you just want to reach out to us, please contact us at hello at polarbearproject.com. 
You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter with the hashtag Polar Bear Project Podcast. The project is currently 100% voluntary and you can donate and subscribe on the website. We're so grateful for all the support to date. If you'd like to advertise on the show, please get in touch with us also. That's all for now. We look forward to sharing another episode with you soon. We welcome your input and we can't say it often enough. Your lived experience matters. If you want to be heard, we're listening. Until the next time, take your time.